0: Former All Black and Blues Super Rugby coach Leon McDonald has weighed in on the international debate about lowering tackle heights. From this season, New Zealand's community rugby players will need to tackle below the sternum. England rugby has taken this even further changing the rules to outlaw tackles above the waist in amateur grades. McDonald says he's still to be convinced about the changes.
1: It just feels it's sort of contrary to the, the essence of the game a little bit but I understand why. It's, um, it's a bit <laughs> Big move though, wasn't it? You know, it will change the game completely. And I don't know if the game needs big overhauls right now. Is what I'd love to see is the the evidence behind it. Um, I know there's been talk around. You know, I had some concussions and a lot of mine from when I did go low. So I'd love to see see the numbers on that, and then I'd love to see the trials and, and the numbers that come out of it to, to show that it's either working or not.
0: We're joined now by sports reporter Felicity Reid. Interesting comments, Felicity. So, New Zealand rugby locked in those changes late last year with very little fanfare. So why is it causing so
2: much discussion overseas? Well, going below the sternum raised a few eyebrows, but it's actually going below, well, nothing above the waist, right? That's quite a drastic change. And that's sort of targeting those taller players, and, and a lot has been made around how they would actually be able to adapt to that. And as you just heard from Leo McDonald there, he says taking, in his opinion, taking a tackle lower is actually been a cause for concussion. And players are saying that it's like whether a hip or a knee to the head is just about as bad as a high tackle. And overseas that these... Um high profile players and coaches have actually taken this up as well and so in England a lot of the clubs which would be playing under this under the waist rule they've sort of really called out the England Rugby Union about what this actually means and for them they're losing a lot of players to the game as well and so they sort of see this as another factor which will drive people away and that's I guess as well, it's the communication of that type of thing. Maybe in New Zealand it was communicated to these clubs through trials a little bit better than perhaps it has been overseas. But these clubs in England, which are complaining, do actually have the backing of Ireland's captain, Johnny Sexton and their head coach, Andy Farrell, who agree that taking that lower tackle is actually putting players at risk. You're going to have more players at risk of injury if you do sort of switch to this new nothing-above-the-waist situation. They've also, this is sort of transcended rugby over there as well the um, England Test cricket captain Ben Stokes has spoken out against it not sure what his background particularly in that is but maybe it's talking about safety for athletes would be high priority for him. And the public have got behind it as well. 30,000 have signed an online petition in one day. So it's really sort of rucked up people over there as well and maybe brought more attention to how they'll be playing rugby. Yeah, but I suppose it still leaves the open ended question, then
0: how do you lower head injuries? You've got players taking a class action for um, dementia and brain
2: injuries. You know, you can't just do nothing, can you? Exactly. I think everyone involved in this doesn't want to see more head injuries and maybe it's more around the communication or the way or finding perhaps that happy medium between what would be considered a safer way to encourage people to tackle it's like as I mentioned that Johnny Sixt and Andy Farrell are talking around tackle technique and the importance of that as opposed to maybe where on the body you are tackling. Okay, another
0: spat, right? This one's a different kind, broken out between two of golf's big names. Who's through
2: the golf tee and why? This is the latest in that fractious civil war between the live golfers and the PGA golfers. World number one, Rory McElroy, was at a golf range in Dubai, and Patrick Reed, American Patrick Reedy popped up to say hello. Reid didn't really want to hear from him and ignored him, snubbed him completely. Uh, Patrick Reid took exception to this and threw the golf tee at him, which all sounds a bit childish and a bit of a schoolyard scrap, really. But uh, I guess that, and Reid completely acknowledges that. He says, well, McElroy was being childish and that was why he acted in that way. But we can hear from McElroy in his own words of why he gave Reid the cold shoulder.
1: I was subpoenaed by his lawyer on Christmas Eve. So, I mean, of course... Like, I'm just trying to have a nice time with my family and, and, you know, someone shows up on your doorstep and delivers that, you know, you're not take that well. So I'm living in reality. I don't know where he's living, but if I were in his shoes, I wouldn't expect a hello or a handshake either.
2: And that subpoena there that Rory mentions actually came from a member of Reed's legal team and it alleges an antitrust violation claiming that McElroy, Tiger Woods, Davis Love III and the PGA are all working together to destroy Live Golf.
0: Ah, that puts a whole other slant on it, that um, little piece of information. Thank you, Felicity. Felicity Reid there with Sports News.